When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Little League World Series right now. Weather delay has us over here now on NFL Live. If the weather clears back up, we'll send you back out there for baseball. For now, more football. ESPN Fantasy Football is the number one fantasy game with the season right around the corner. Get your league started now at ESPN.com slash fantasy football. All righty, Giants first-round pass rusher Kayvon Thibodeau is expected to miss three to four weeks due to a sprained MCL that was suffered on a much-discussed play in the team's most recent preseason game. Swagoo, our defensive lineman, how big a deal is it for the rookie to miss this time? Well, it's a big deal, Phil, because he has not a lot of NFL experience, and these reps are very important when you're trying to get ready for a regular season. But obviously, the news that came back about Kayvon's knee is actually good news based on how it looked initially. But these this time of missing reps and building that rapport with your guys is critical for rookies. I just hope when he gets back, he's fully healthy and it's, no, it's not a rush in his mind to yeah. get going. Completely agree, Swaggy. All about the big picture here for Kayvon Thibodeau. Let's go from the New York Giants to the New York Jets. Monday Night Football, the Falcons take it on the Jets. Marcus Mariota gets the start for Atlanta and Tim, I know it's just preseason games. I know it's a reserve-level defensive back, but Kyle Pitts get excited, is ridiculous. Field. Come on, get Come excited. On Listen, that is a tight end, whether you want to treat him as a tight end or not. That is a tight end running right by a corner. Yeah. Reserve or not, Chris Hall was drafted to play corner in the National Football League, and he was trying to squat on <laughs> Kyle Pitts. It took him one catch, Kyle Pitts, to show that he's had enough work for the night. Here's Marcus Mariota connecting with Lamine Sakaias in the back of the end zone. Nice throw right there on a line, Archie. Yes, it is. Marcus Mariota is showing people that he's ready to maximize his second opportunity and that Desmond Ritter is going to have to pump the brakes a little bit there. And Desmond Ritter did play well last night as well, but it seems like Mariota is settling in to this starting role. And, Tim, I think the Falcons generally have been pretty impressive so far this preseason. Why don't we talk more about that offense? Well, I I think part of it is this. I think we all tried to not – overreact to the preseason yeah, try at the same time we you know we don't want to <laughs> underreact to it as well and I do think there is an element look everyone's been doing jumping jacks about you know what what Kenny Pickett has done in Pittsburgh and quite honestly all the Pittsburgh quarterbacks and everyone's all fired up about Trey Lance because he went four for five against the Green Bay Packers and I think if you're going to kind of apply that same logic you would have to be just as excited about Marcus Mariota who by the way through two preseason games has put a lot of good stuff on film, whether it's throws like we, we saw to Kyle Pitts and then Alamde Zacchaeus on the post, or taking off and running and creating offense. And you know, and then when you think about the fact that Arthur Smith has been with them in the past and you know there's a familiarity there and maybe there's an appreciation and better understanding of of kind of playing the position for Marcus at this stage of his career. And so look, I think they're improved. I, I don't think there's any doubt that they will be better uh, than they were a year ago. Yeah. I, I just I feel that way, and I think that Marcus is a good fit for that. Um, but I also think we also need to say, like, this is also preseason. See, I was trying to get excited just for a minute <laughs> because of preseason games, and there goes Tim with his rational, level-headed football analysis. <laughs> Let's turn now to the Jets with you, Robert, and also Diana. And 
Hard to take away much from what you look at. We look at that offense last night. Obviously, no Zach Wilson, no Joe Flacco. Right. Uh, Diana, when do you expect the Jets to have Zach Wilson back on the field? Well, first, let's give some credit to Joe Flacco, who was a little bit of a newsbreaker last night in his interview with Laura Rutledge, who shared Zach Wilson's progression right now, which is the fact that he's been moving around since he had that surgery out in Los Angeles over a week ago now. So that's really good news, considering we haven't heard anything about how Zach has felt since that surgery. And, and the sense I've been getting talking to New York today is that they feel really good that Zach will be able to go even before week one. Mm. But they're not going to take that risk. They really want him to rehab, heal, and be ready to go. So I, I think in a perfect world, it, it, it's going to be when they feel most confident to roll him out there. But they are going to be smart about this and not take that risk. Robert, when healthy, do you think this is an offense that should scare people? Well, Phil, this is a complete projection because we haven't seen it yet. But this offensive skill group can get it done with the best of them. You're talking about at wide receiver having Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, Braxton Berrios, and running back. They got Brees Hall and Michael Carter. At tight end, they got C.J. Uzama, and it's it's un. It all comes down to the quarterback. That's yeah. what it is. Joe Flacco's won a Super Bowl, but can he still get it done at 37 years old? Zach Wilson being out for so long, he doesn't have those reps. So I, I'm excited for the Jets fans because they finally have pieces in place to go out and be successful and put points on the board. But once again, it's going to come down to the quarterback position and whether or not they can get it done there. They have people on the offensive skill group that can create mismatches all over the field, but can they deliver? Yeah, and I, Robert, you're right about, you know, in terms of the quarterback. Like, the, the reality is, is it really wasn't a great rookie season for Zach Wilson. And so, like, what does the improvement look like? And I think that's why so many people were, were kind of really upset about, you know, seeing the injury because they thought, all right, well, wait a second. That means we don't have these preseason reps. And then I think the other thing you have to take into consideration is, all right, are you healthy week one? Yeah. Or are you better off being healthy week three? And that's something that you've got to deal with as you're trying to get a young player rep. One thing working in Zach Wilson's favor is that of the four rookie quarterbacks from the first round that actually started and played significant time last year, he's the only one that brings back the same offensive coordinator, Mike mm -hmm. LaFleur, still at the Good control point. panels there for the New York Jets. Hey, so up next, after trading away A.J. Brown, there's been some concern around the league about the Titans' offense. Don't tell RG3 that. He thinks they have the ingredients for some serious success. NFL Live is brought to you by Pizza Hut. No one out pizzas the hype. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. 
That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza, better because it has to be. So the Bills had one of the NFL's punter competitions during training camp. Rookie Matt Ariza, we call him the punt god, officially won the job when Matt Hack was released this week or when he boomed this 81-yarder. Here's Josh Allen, who offered up an alternative nickname to the punt god that I think might be more appropriate. (laughs) His nickname in college, I think everybody knows what it is. Um, I saw something on Twitter, though, you know, try to keep him off the field, and he'll be the hold god. Not the punt god, the hold god. So I saw it on Twitter. I thought that was pretty funny. Don't tell him I said that. I mean, with the way the Bills' offense is humming right now, Swiggoo, that seems appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Josh and that offense look like they're going to score every time they touch the ball. And when they don't, Matt only going to have to punt it like 10 yards. So, yeah, yeah. he'll be the whole guy. I keep saying it just feels like the Bills' year. I know we got to play the game, but still feels like the Bills' year to me. Let's talk about the Titans, though, as rookie quarterback Malik Malik Will is starting to show some signs of improvement in training camp. He had his first touchdown pass in the team's most recent preseason game. He also rushed for 42 yards on five carries. He's a great athlete. Man, this guy is fun to watch. However, as we know, Ryan Tannehill is still the guy in Tennessee as he's looking to prove again why he can be QB1 in Nashville. The Titans veteran saw a significant drop-off in production last season after ranking top four both QBR and touchdown interception ratio in 2020. Even with the dip in production, Tannehill and the Titans still had the number one seed in the AFC, and he ranked eighth in total QBR last season. Let's get Diana involved one more time. And how do the Titans feel about their quarterback situation heading into this season? Let's start with Ryan Tannehill because, you know, there's so much attention on Malik Willis. I just got back from Nashville and the cover of the sports sections of most of the uh, newspapers there are Malik and he's the bright spot of this team. This is Ryan Tannehill's team. And I can tell you it's Ryan Tannehill's team because the way he looks in camp, Mm. he looks fantastic field. We know the last time we saw him was against the Bengals in the playoffs throwing three interceptions that cost the Titans their entire season. We know the whole story since then. But Ryan Tannehill looks like he has bounced back mentally. And I know there's no A.J. Brown out there on the field, but he's done a really good job of figuring out all the different weapons that he can use and finding their best characteristic. You can't replace A.J. Brown. That's not what I'm trying to debate here. But I'm trying to also share with you guys what I saw which was a group of receivers that all bring a little something different to the table. And let's not forget, the nucleus of this team is their running back, Derrick Henry. Mm. So while, yes, we're focused there uh, on those pass catchers, it's Derrick Henry's offense, and Ryan Tannehill looks sharp. That is good news right there. Tim, of course, you're from this area. What are the expectations for you and the Titans going into this season? Listen, I, I think it's a two-team race in the AFC South. I think you know, when you look at the Colts, they're really good. I do think that there's been this panic on Tennessee. I think a lot of it has to do with how the season ended. You know, three-interception game for Ryan Tannehill yeah. in the playoffs against Cincinnati. And it kind of erased the memory that they were the one seed, as you mm. said, Field. They were the one <laughs> seed going into the postseason. And think about this. You know, Julio Jones, who was there, really didn't contribute. He was barely healthy. A.J. Brown actually missed time a year ago. Um, uh, Derrick Henry missed a ton of time. And then it was kind of a botched communication or PR effort around the drafting of Malik Willis where, you know, Ryan Tannehill is being asked about, you know, like, are are you going to mentor this player? When the reality is it's a third-round draft pick 
and Ryan Tannehill is making about as much money as anybody in the NFL at the quarterback position. It's his job, plain and simple. It's his team. Like this idea that Malik Willis is somehow a threat to his position this year, I think is not even realistic. So, look, I think they are a team under Mike Vrabel that's going to play better defense than they did a year ago. They're going to continue to run the football really well. And I think that, that quite honestly, Ryan Tannehill will have a better year than he had last year. Well, guys, you know, I honestly think Ryan Tannehill didn't answer that question very good about mentoring Malik Willis. And so it was a little bit of a PR botch, but he could have answered it better. But when you look at this team, it's not just that they were the number one seed in the AFC. It's how they got there. Mm. They didn't have Derrick Henry for over half the season, still went six and three down the stretch and had the number one record in the AFC. And they did that because their offense has never truly revolved around their star wide receiver, A.J. Brown. So when you bring in Robert Woods, who is very underrated, a quarterback's best friend guy that's going to be able to get and read defenses, and then you bring in Traylon Burks in the, in, the, in the draft, he is what I call a baby A.J. Brown. He just needs reps and camaraderie with Ryan Tannehill to develop and, to, and show that big playmaking ability that he has. So never doubt the boys down in Tennessee. They play to their coach's identity. They're going to play suffocating hard defense. Jeffrey Simmons talking about Kevin Byard at safety. And they're also going to run the dang ball, no matter whether it's Derrick Henry or whoever else is back there. And I, I think you should never doubt the boys down in Tennessee. Yeah, Mike, Vrabel, Mike Vrabel, they seem to always find a way. Swaggy, let me ask you, what do you make of this offense in Tennessee right now that at times last year was difficult to watch? Yeah. Guys, I'm concerned, okay? <laughs> Listen, I understand where you all are coming from, and I know Derrick Henry is in the backfield and missed some time. But if we're going to talk about the Tennessee Titans in context of winning games, all three of us would agree. But the expectation there is to get in the playoffs and make a run. And with Traylon Burks coming in as a rookie, we saw A.J. Brown dominate a playoff game last year. Throw him the ball, get out of the way. Who's that guy? Like Derrick Henry, if, if, if the Tennessee Titans were going to make a Super Bowl run, they would have because Derrick Henry, on a 2,000-yard season, they went up to the uh, Kansas City and had a big lead, and guess what happened? They took the run away, and it turned the game around for Patrick Mahomes and that squad. You have to be explosive. I know I'm not preaching this to you guys. I'm just saying my concern level is up because of this receiver core, and also Matt Ryan is in Indianapolis now. This will not be the same division when it comes to the Indianapolis Colts as well. They just found a way last year that I'm having a hard time counting them out, right? 12 and 5 last year with all the attrition. But there are I'm some not concerns. Them out, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Swag. It's a tough I'm one not to figure them out. out, but I'm concerned. What if in 2024 you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Try Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. They have over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com tackle. Get 60% off at babbel.com tackle. 
Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash tackle. Rules and restrictions may apply. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Uh, Time now for one more thing, and it's always insightful to hear Devontae Adams talk, especially when he joins our guy Ryan Clark on the pivot. What was that experience like being with somebody as talented, obviously a future first ballot Hall of Famer in Aaron Rodgers? It was amazing, man. I mean, you know, I don't I don't discount anything, you know, that that Aaron was able to do for me because I mean, he he's the best quarterback, you know, in my opinion to play this game. I think a lot of what he did for me was not just about the type of balls or whatever that he threw, you know, great back shoulder whatever. Like there was obviously that, but the the way that he he had the Michael Jordan effect as far as like he going he going to make you play better. He going he going to bring out your best just by being on the field. It's not even about like like he was a great leader, but it was it was more so just about I'm out here with Aaron Rodgers like you would always notice in OTAs like you know every now and then a, a guy that's in his what 15th year at that point or whatever they get days off in OTAs so it would be times where he wasn't practicing and you would just notice people start to like not not fall off, not not practicing hard, but it wasn't the same as when Aaron is out there. Swaggy wouldn't make these comments. That's phenomenal. Listen, we all laud at Aaron Rodgers' ability, but it's good to hear Devontae talk about his effect on the team. And I and and look, you're talking about effect. He's gonna have to have a hell of an effect this year. <laughs> We're trying to usher in these new wide receivers and get them going for the season with the expectations in Green Bay. But if anybody can, 12 can. Yeah, Phil, you know, we, we make fun of Aaron Rodgers a lot with COVID toe. To people talk about his, his personality, but at the end of the day, he demands greatness of the guys around him, and I think that's why Devontae Adams is speaking to that, saying he's got that Michael Jordan effect. He wants guys to be the best they possibly can. He sure does. And by the way, Ryan Clark back on the show tomorrow. He's bringing more clips from the pivot. Hey, tell RC to put a shirt on. NFL Live back tomorrow.